Are you ready to listen to a podcast? podcast. Here comes the Playhouse Podcast. Thanks to Bradshaw and Brian Law Offices. Find, subscribe, and listen. Our coulda, shoulda, woulda game this morning caught both of us off guard in a big, big way. You'll find out exactly what we're talking about a little bit later on in the podcast. Here we go. Can you help me? that makes life interesting is that we all come from a different spot, uh, different backgrounds, different socio and economic situations, different thoughts about what's going on in the world. And unfortunately, sometimes being different isn't always best, especially when you're a young kid. So Katie, uh, welcome to the show. Glad that you could join us. Tell everyone what's going on with your little lady here. Um, Yeah, so she went to school and, you know, everybody came home or came back to school uh, after break and a lot of them got Stanley's, you know, I think mm-hmm. that's the that's the big thing with the kids now and everything. And my brother actually got her a knockoff one. It looks just like it, just doesn't have the logo. Yeah. And she came home so distressed because people were giving her so much slack for having Aww. a fake thing. And um she wanted nothing to do with it. Like she was so excited about getting it. She came home, wanted nothing to do with it. And it it's just like it, I don't get it. I don't get why the kids are so mean yeah, about that. Yeah, you do. That. This happened when you were in school. There was something that... It's you, happened to everyone. everyone like, yeah. I mean, every single one of us has had, a, other than Kat, who was super rich growing up, and I'm assuming had everything you wanted, all the Jabot and all the guests. And Go back the, in your mind. What did your mom tell you when you didn't have what other girls had? What did she tell you to do? Get over it? Or did she say, save up your money for it? Or how was that handled in your yeah. house? All the all the above, which like I get, and I've told my daughter. It's just I think seeing it in hindsight as an adult is like it, it sounds like bogus to me, you know? Yeah. Because um, these kids aren't paying for it themselves, right. you know what I mean? Yep. But I do see it for the kids at that age. So, and I'm gonna put you on hold here for a second because this is where I want to turn it over to our audience. We've all, uh, like I said, except for Cat, probably have been through a situation. <laughs> where mom and dad wanted us to have that really... So for me, this was super simple. All of my friends, including my cousin Jason, had the Atari situation. My mom and dad could not afford an Atari video game system. What they did have was a Sears credit card. And the year everybody got those video games, my mom and dad maxed out their Sears credit card to get me the Sears Entertainment System, Mm -hmm. which for all intents and purposes, played the same video games, but they didn't. They played the Sears video games, not the Atari games. So when everybody else was like, bring your games over to my house, I had to come up with lame excuses why I couldn't bring my games to their house because it wouldn't fit in their machine. But they didn't. They never believed you. They knew what was up. I just right? oh, you know what? I forgot it. All right, I'm sorry. Next time we'll bring all those games over. Yeah. And then they'd come to my house, and I would be like, let's play outside instead. Yeah. Because I didn't want them to see our Sears video game console instead of the Atari that everyone else had. The thing is, there will never not be bullying. People are bullied into their adulthood. It's all about how we teach our kids to handle being bullied so they're not victims and they can kind of wrap their mind around it. But I do know that when you are a child, 
This is the biggest thing in her world right now. Right now, you're right. This is the sun. This is the moon in her life is having a Stanley. She might have laid in bed last night and gone, I don't want to bring my water bottle to school tomorrow because I don't want my friends to give me crap for it. I do know that there is a school not too far away from here that if you don't have an iPhone, you literally get bullied. Well, and if and I'm okay with there- that, listen, if you're going to have an Android, <laughs> if then you should Shut be bullied. Up. I'm okay with that. But no, if you're a parent, how would you handle this? If you were Katie, what do you tell your daughter? She comes home from school, wants nothing to do with this great Christmas present she got from her uh, from her uncle. And it's just because it doesn't have this logo on it. What would be the piece of advice you would give your kiddo? Uh, catching up with Katie. And her situation this morning with OPP. Um, yeah, so she went to school and, you know, every her daughter came home or came back to school uh, after break. And a lot of them got Stanley's. You know, I think that's the that's the big thing with the kids now and everything. And my brother actually got her a knockoff one. It looks just like it, it just doesn't have the logo. Yeah. And she came home so distressed because people were giving her so much slack for having Aww. a fake So she has a fake Stanley, and the kids were just being rotten to her. Um, which I think is awful. My child gets anything and everything he wants for nothing, but he knows that there are too many kids out there that are not afforded that luxury, and it's the constant conversation. It's not one conversation at the beginning of the school year, treat everyone the way you'd want to be treated. This is like almost a daily conversation that I think you should have with your kids. Uh, Kari, maybe maybe change your approach. She said, probably just buy uh, buy one and be extra petty with the other people. Be stealthy and slowly take and hide the other girls' cups or lick all <laughs> their straws on their cups, LOL. Kari, we're probably going to go a different route with that one. But I appreciate your yeah. thoughts. Uh, how would you handle this if your mom, if your dad, if your kids have gone through this and you found a really successful way of doing it, how is Jessica this morning? I'm doing good. How are you? Good, good, good. Thanks for calling the show. What are your thoughts on this? How would you handle it? What would you do? So, my personal experience is that kids are going to judge no matter what you have, whether it's nice, whether it's knockoff. Yeah. Um, my son, we got him a new pair of Nike Air Forces. This was just back in November. And he was getting teased a lot to the point that he was pretending he was sick at school. And I sat him down and asked him what was going on. And he said that kids are teasing him, saying that his Nikes aren't real. They're fake. They're too white to be real Nikes. And um, we had gotten him a Columbia jacket and he was called a keyword for wearing his new jacket. Oh, my God. What's wrong with these kids? Oh, my God. Yeah. So, I I kept it real with him. You know, I, I told him, you're going to come across this throughout your entire life. And I wish that it was different, but it's not. Even into adulthood, people yeah. are going to judge you. And they're going to be like, oh, my God, why did you buy that car? It's so expensive. Oh, my God, why are you driving that car? It's junky. You know, or from what you're wearing or where you work. It, it doesn't matter what you do. People yeah. want a reason to talk. Yeah. You know, I, I, I love that I, approach I, I because that, that is straight talk and that is real life. And like I said, this is the biggest thing in their world right now. And I don't think minimizing it is a good route to go like, oh, you're going to be fine. I don't think so. But also saying, you know, and I like to say maybe they can't afford it. So just say, you know, it is what it is. Like, let it 
roll off no, your back. but you hate to see, and thanks for your call, Jessica. I really appreciate you taking some time for us this morning. You really hate to see your little man or your little lady just heartbroken like this. I kids, know. And it's, and it's so, and you feel so, I think one of the the hurts is you're helpless as a parent. Yeah. You know what I mean? What are you going to go punch that little kid? No. I mean, you can't go do that. No, but like, times you've wanted to probably pull that one scene from Hand That Rocks the Cradle when the nanny walks up to that kid on the swing. Mm. She takes his arm and she twists it. You know, I know you can't do that, but it's kind of sympathizing. Leslie, think. as a mom, how would you react to something like this? Um... <clears throat> From personal experience, when I was younger, I had two girls who decided to make my life miserable in school. Yeah. So I tried to do anything I can so that my kids don't have to go through that. Um, and I'm actually pretty lucky because they don't ask for anything name brand mm-hmm. except for AirPods. Okay. We had gotten them some... Um, earbuds that weren't the Apple. Yeah. And that's the only thing they said we will get made fun of if we do not have Apple AirPods. Okay. I want to say that's crazy, but it, it's not. I mean, everybody had it at a different level. No. It was your jeans. It was your coat. It was your hat. It was uh, w- whatever at one point. And I mean, is this yeah. what you, when, when it came to the AirPods discussion, is, is did you do like our previous caller and just kind of keep it real and be like, hey, you're going to get judged for the rest of your life. You got to find a way to be a little more thick skinned about it. Or how'd you go about that? Yeah, I mean, we always let them know that it's never-ending. No matter what age they are, Yeah, there's always going to be somebody out there that has a problem with you. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I mean, we're able to buy them those things, and so they did get them for Christmas. Yeah, you don't have to... I feel like there's an apologetic tone to your voice. You don't have to do that. I don't apologize for being able to give my kid what he wants. You shouldn't have to. One day you'll be able to. Maybe you got to pinch some pennies the next time and then you'll come back and be able to afford it. I I don't think people should apologize for being able to afford their Especially if you're working hard for it. I'm assuming you guys put in the work and and, and you made it so that, you know, that's a feasible situation. I I don't yet. Right now, it is what it is. And then you might be able to down the line. Now, if you're selling the dog to buy AirPods, like, probably want to reevaluate. Bingo! How far? Last week, someone lost an eye at bingo. Bingo! Bingo, what bingo? Bingo! Bingo! All right, first things first, uh, lines are on hold until you hear what both of us are looking for this morning. So, Kat will officially get the bingo if the first line we pick up is somebody listening who? Who had really strict parents. So, Alabama, that is the 18-year-old daughter of Blink-182 drummer Travis Barker. She sat down, did kind of a Q&A of, um, her, with her dad of showing how strict he really is. Okay, what are you going to do if I sneak out? And you find out the next day. I'm going to tell you how dangerous it is and maybe try to put you on restriction. (laughs) (laughs) What would you do if I went out with a boy and I just completely stopped answering you? I would come to your location and I would find you. (laughs) Okay. Am I allowed to have guy friends over? If I'm home. Am I allowed to close my door with a guy in the room? Not without me coming in to check on you. I don't uh, think this again. is unreasonable at all. Um, she's 18. This is very weird. She is now an adult. Oh, I thought she sounded 13. Yeah, she, I think, mentally is around there. Like, she's very immature, but has very strict parents. You wouldn't okay. think that Travis Barker would be. Uh, mine's going to be anyone listening who found their real parents 
later in life. And the reason I'm asking about this, if you watch The Office, and I know you've watched a few episodes, but probably not the whole thing. One of the, the very last episode was on last night as I was trying to fall asleep. And it's where Aaron and they're doing the, the question and answer thing after the office has run on, on public broadcasting. And the, the lady comes and does the question and answer and says, you know, Aaron, you must really hate your mom and dad for giving you up or whatever. And then it's actually her mom, her real life mom that she's never met. Okay. And then this guy comes up to the microphone and goes, Aaron, same question, but about your dad. Mm-hmm. And it's her real life dad. So like, and she's probably got to be 30 years old in the, in the television show. Wow. So and like your mom. She met her real-life parents later in life. So that's what I'm looking for. Anyone that met mom and dad, but, like, your real parents later in life. Uh, Isaiah over here is somebody listening who didn't find their real parents until later in life. So who gets the bingo, Isaiah, but Kat or myself? Kat's going to get the bingo. Okay, Okay. all right. So tell us about how strict your parents were, man. (laughs) Hello? Isaiah, uh, so how, how strict were your parents? Oh, man, it was terrible. So I went to public school, but I was made to dress like I went to private school in uniform. Uh My hair had to be a certain way. My parents vetted all of my friends and my friend's parents. She needed to know who I was going to be with. My whole life was basically functioning off of a time schedule. Okay, Everything had a certain time of the day. Everything had to be done a certain way. Sometimes that's a catalyst of maybe your parents going through something traumatic when they were younger was there a reason why they were so strict? Um, Honestly, I'm not really sure. I know they kind of got the strict end, like a completely opposite strict end from their parents. Yeah. And growing up, you know, I was not too fond of it, but I actually kind of feel like it just helped set me up to be in a better position as an adult later in life. Okay. Do you have kids, Isaiah? I do. I have two. They're seven and three. Do you find yourself running it the same way mom and dad did or are you the polar opposite or have you found a happy medium uh i would kind of say a happy medium i i do i'm more of the discipliner but i it i don't just let my kids have whatever they want like they do but within reason i'm not just gonna let you oh you want candy all the time have some candy i mean there's still proper ways to go about things that's just the way I'm i gotta hear a little bit more about mom and dad vetting your parents parent or your friend's parents how does that go like like hey, background mom and dad, checks mom or? and dad here's my new friend cat she's gonna come <laughs> over and we're gonna we're gonna play video games downstairs she, your parents would talk to her parents my so my parents i would have to tell them my friend's name i would have to bring a note to school to that friend to give to their parents to have <sighs> that friend's parents all my parents, my yeah. mom would ask them, you know, where do you guys work? How long have you been together? How long have you lived in? This no world? way. That is I so intrusive. <laughs> That's crazy. Uh, did you ever do anything that they didn't know about that to this date? Um, maybe you. So I, when I was 16, I still had an 8 p.m. curfew and that went on until I was 18. Mm-hmm. Um, I used to come in at 8 p.m. and just say, all right, mom, I'm going to bed. And my, my window was at ground level, kind of like in a basement. Uh, yeah. And I would just go right back out the window, go hang back out. <laughs> oh, man. That's crazy. Yeah. I, I can't even wrap my mind around that because I did not have strict parents. I just came in whenever I functioned. I was an okay kid. But... Now, Isaiah, my parents weren't strict, but my dad, um, when he got done with his active duty, became a member of the intelligence community. And our our agreement was... I knew if I was going to do something wrong and he would tell me 
is it worth what the punishment's going to be? I want you to weigh that out. So yeah. when I was 16, if I did the same thing, I knew that no matter what, even if he was spending a month at the Pentagon, he was going to find out that I left. But I would just go, all right, is it worth the punishment at the time? More times than not, I'd go, yeah, I'm willing to take a punishment for this. And it, it, I'm telling you, it was, it was a weird situation for about three years there. I knew every move I made, he was going to find out about it. Yeah. But I would go, yeah, it's worth getting punished for this. But that's a thoughtful skill that you'll carry throughout adulthood. No. Nope. You think about. Haven't done that at all. I don't function that way at all. Normal people will think about what their actions will have as far as consequences. But uh, This is great. I'm, I'm glad that you could tell your story. This is very, very interesting, and I hope you guys have a great morning. Thanks for getting us the bingo, all right? How is Kat? Hi, I am great, except for my eye is twitching again. Right before we left for holiday break, there were three days straight that it didn't stop. So twitching. what makes that happen? Is that a uh, that's a nerve thing, right? You got a pinched nerve somewhere. You need a chiropractor. Why would an eye be twitching? I mean, there's got to be several. What if it's reasons. chlamydia? Lack of sleep, fatigue, stress, caffeine, excessive alcohol intake. That's all it. of that. Seems like it fits. All I had was a little wine last night. Everybody loved my house. I made them. I said, as you guys leave, I want you to talk trash so Derek can hear you. (laughs) He was a little trepidatious. He was like, I don't know if we should have people over because our house is not a hosting house. I'm like, what do you mean? We host all of our stuff. We don't have a dirty home. It is organized. He just thought it wasn't well decorated as far as the walls go. I guess. He thought that people were going to leave and post on the the Becker community <laughs> forum on Facebook. Can you believe it? But yeah, it was a really fun night and um, just kind of chilled in my basement. What is what does your husband do while you have ladies over for wine and oh, book club? Well, I'm interested great because question. for me, it's a pretty simple uh, thing. We, you know, we've got a three level home. My wife and her friends will sit in our kitchen yep. or in our living room and talk and have fun. And they're, they've got access to the refrigerator and ice and other liquors and stuff like that. I simply go downstairs and play pool and yep. watch sports on TV. So when she has friends over, not that big of a deal. I'm pretty curious normal to, answer. What does your husband do when, when you have friends over? Well, while everyone has red wine glasses, okay, which could easily fall onto my cream carpet, he decides to sneak up to the window and bang on it so all of them go like that so that's how he said hello to everybody and then he comes in and i said uh because i didn't know what he was going to do for dinner and i had picked up one of those huge sushi platters from sam's right and i cannot believe how affordable they are delicious so i picked one up and um there was some left and i know he likes it and i said derek do you want to come down and grab some sushi for dinner he said sure so he comes down he puts on the derek lee show you know like if he had a top hat, he would have walked like like that. And he was like, hello, lady. <laughs> hello, my darling. Yes. And I was like, just grab your sushi. Get out of here. And he, every time he'd come back down, because I had a charcuterie board, too, and some, like, the pub mix. And I don't know. I just had some odds and ends out. And he would just, like, find another reason to come down. And the guy that didn't want me to host in the first place really sure found his way down there. He's a natural-born entertainer. He couldn't stay away from the crowd. And so he came down, got his food, whatever. Fully clothed, though? Or yes. Yep. And, and any costumes at all? 
No. No. Okay, well, I Those mean, this, were all locked that up had to downstairs. be a win for you, though. Like, fully clothed, no costumes. It's just your husband. Yeah, we're making headway. It's 2020. It's early 2024. Damn. So, um, and, and then Liam was upstairs, um, and being a gentleman, he was fortnighting and not making too much noise. So that was nice. And it was a good hour. We got and the half. most drunkest. I need a first name. <laughs> Nobody. We just sip. We just sip. <laughs> I know. But it's good group of, good group of gals. What are you doing right now? I'm on my way to work. Okay, so I'm going to go old school with this game. I have pulled back a whole bunch of what I believe are some of the most memorable commercials from my childhood. Oh, okay. Now, what you have to do is you do have to get three in a row right, Olivia. So are these jingles or what are these? They're kind of jingles. They're cuts from commercials. They're, I think they're so, and some of them even say the name of the brand in them. Okay. But Olivia, you have to get three in a row right. Otherwise, I move on to Jesse. And if he can't get three in a row right, we move on to Wendy. And if she can't, then we move on to Kristen. And if she can't, I'm just rolling these tickets over to tomorrow. So I've got seven total. You've got to get three in a row right. And I think they're very, very easy. So why don't you pick... One, two, three, four, five, six, or seven, and we'll start with the one you pick. Uh, two. Number two. All right, listen very closely. Oh, I think this one's pretty easy. You just have to name this product when the audio stops. I am stuck on being a brand because stuck on me. I am stuck on being a brand because don't stick on me. What is that? What brand? Pretty easy. Band-Aid. Yeah, there easy we go. enough. So... One for one. Well done, Olivia. Now pick another number. One, three, four, five, or six. Uh, three. Three. This one's tough, but I think you'll get us. Ooh. I'll give it to you one more I time. Listen real close. What place has special sauce? Has what? Special sauce. Barbies? Oh, <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Dang you got to go. That one stays alive. So that's number three. That stays alive. How's Jesse doing this morning? What are you up to, man? Not much. Let's get you to work. All right. All right. So uh, you can start with the one that we just played. If you know that, that was number three. Or you can pick one, four, five, six, or seven. But you got to get two, in a, two of these in a row, right? So did you hear that on hold? You heard it. Yeah, I did. You okay. want to start with that one or four. you want to go another way? You want to go number no. four? All right. He doesn't know that one. I thought that was the easiest one. All right. Here's number four, Jesse. <laughs> Do you know what product? I I do not. <laughs> you want to take a guess? It smells really bad. Smells bad. Smells bad. I don't know. Three uh, seconds. Two, one. Dang. Ah, sorry, Jesse. You got to go. Wendy, I thought this game was going to yeah. be easier. What number do you want to start with? Did either of those uh, sound familiar, three or four? Or do you want to go rogue and go five, six, seven, or one? Um, how about five? Five. I, you, you didn't know either of them? Did so. you know four, Cat? Yes. The one that we just played? All right, yeah. here's number five, Wendy. Remember, you got to get three in a row right. Bum, bum, up, baby, back, baby, back, baby, back. Bum, bum, up, baby, back, baby, back, baby, back. 
Listen to it one more time. What place is that? That's your hint. They have baby back ribs. Trying to think. Da, 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 da. Three seconds, Wendy. Oh. Yeah, this is so oh my gosh. How hard is this? I can't believe Maybe just, I just watched too much TV when I was Maybe I'm just too old. How is Kristen <laughs> feeling this morning? No, I don't Kristen? Yeah. Oh, Join the show. Are we bothering you? Are you, oh, no. Okay. I'm just very excited. All right. Very good. Uh, do you know any of the previous ones? Like, can we start by giving I you know, a... I know two of them. Okay. okay. Great start. Which ones do you want to start with then? We're going we're to do four. Number four is... Oh, wear short shorts. We wear short shorts. Which brand is that? And as a female, that smell haunts you, does it not? Oh, it was horrible. So so it just bad. rots the hair off of oh. you, right? Like, it's just some nasty stuff. <laughs> All right. Gross. Which other one do you want to go with right away? Five. 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 The one that we just played sounds like... What brand is that? Baby back <laughs> yeah. I love that you're singing them all. Okay. One more for the win. Now, if I want to flash okay. you back, remember, this is the other one that we heard that nobody was able to figure out. Otherwise, you can go with six or seven. They're wild card ones that we haven't heard yet. Uh, what about, is one still available? One is we still are, available. Just- yeah, this is, is that what Ooh, you want to go okay. with? Well, I do not want to do three. I don't know that one. Okay. So, um, let's do, let's do one. One. Number one. Listen closely. This is for the win, Kristen. (laughs) My baloney has a first name. It's O-S-C-A-R. What is it? Oscar Mayer. Hey, we got it on the live show Thursday morning at 7.30, Psychic Kim is going to be here. How does your 2024 look? You got anything you want to ask her? It's absolutely free as we do readings from 7.30 to 8 Thursday morning in the Playhouse. Let's get you back into the podcast now. It is time for our brand new game, which our caller is going to give the official name to. By the way, her name is Crystal. Crystal, we are renaming this because every time we play wordplay in the uh, in the past, like everyone would be like, oh my God, I should have said that. So we were like, would you say shoulda, coulda, woulda? Or coulda, shoulda, woulda. Or coulda, shoulda, woulda. What's the first word? Coulda, shoulda, woulda. Yeah, Crystal. Now. I don't know uh, if you understood. So we're going to have you say no, either shoulda, coulda, woulda. From now on, <laughs> it is coulda, shoulda, woulda. That's the name of our brand new game. Now, Crystal, I think you probably went with my thought on this because you heard while you were on hold, Kat say that she thought the name Crystal was white trash. Which is completely Ooh. false. Did you hear her say that? I did not because okay. I turned my radio down. Yeah, all right, good. Crystal, and thanks for doing that. I never that. said it. So here's how the game's going to work, <laughs> The Crystal. guy has, is so messed up, I can't even tell you. His brain doesn't function like other people. He just wants to get well, reactions out of people. He needs to go somewhere like an island. With all that said, who are you going to play with this morning, Crystal? Are you going to go with Kat or myself to give answers that would match yours? Well, I'm going to have to pick JJ. Yeah, girl. All right. I got you. I got you for three 
$1,000. Now, remember, at the very least this morning, you're going to walk away with tickets for the craft beer tour. So when we're done giving you all this money, don't hang up. I'm going to take my headphones off right now. Kat will describe to you exactly how this game is going to work, and hopefully it ends up with you winning $3,000 cash. So when I come back, we're going to get you loaded down with some money, Chris. So let's go. All right, here we go. For shoulda, coulda, woulda, $3,000. He's walking up the stairs. Hold on. And that's a big promise, don't you think? That he's going to get you 3000 off of this. So I hope I'm hoping. Okay. okay, so here we go. I'm going to start the clock. You're on the clock. I'm going to say a word. First word that comes to your mind, and I'll write it down. Baby. Boomer. Dave. What, what was the word? Dave, like the name. Dave. Ryan. Cough. Sneeze. Okay. Uh, wet. Dry. Okay. And pink. Blue. Blue. Gotcha. All right. He's coming back in here. And uh, I think one of those not going to go your way. I just, I got to say, you're probably not, not going to get the three. Not three? Not, not five? The, not the 3,000 is what oh, Would you screw this up, Crystal, while I was gone? She. Well, I hope she, not. She said something that you're going to listen back and you're going to be like, what the heck? Oh, I know. On our show, you know what you said, girl. I know. I know. Okay. I know what I said. She didn't and that's, co- did she that's cuss? Okay. Crystal, I, I would be an idiot to think. That we, oh, well, I almost gave it away. Did she not swear, right? Like, I don't need to dump any audio here. Nope. Okay, let's well, just let's go. go. All right, Crystal, uh, you just got to kind of lay low right now. We'll see if we can match you. Why do I walk into this with so it's a little confidence? You really screwed me up on the way in. So, okay, here we all right, what's the first word? I'm hoping not. Okay, let's start with what? Oh. What? I'm going to think maybe she's going opposite, so I'm going to go dry. She did go opposite. Woo-hoo. Good job. Here we go. Okay. Cough. <laughs> like what you've been doing yeah. for two weeks. Cough. I would say... Oh. Cough drop. No. No! She said sneeze. on you crystal i think my answer was pretty my answer was pretty good there next one is pink underwear no she said blue <laughs> like baby girl baby boy next one i'm gonna save the best for last next one baby Ah. <laughs> uh, girl boomer Baby Boomer? Crystal, what the hell? <laughs> You're going to really what the hell in just a second. I know, I know. The name Dave. Matthews. I would have hoped that. <laughs> what did you say, Crystal? Brian. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, right. man. Well, I'll, I'll give you this. The guy's right. a radio legend. He's been doing it great for so Ooh. many years. And uh, right. and I appreciate you listening to us, not him, but even mentioning his <laughs> name <laughs> on our we show. Good Lord. Oh, that is, that's why I said I would be an idiot to think that people only listen to our here's show. The, here's the difference, too, by the way. If you called Dave's show... And you said Cat and JJ, there's no way he'd let it on the air. I get it. You're on your way into work this morning. You're probably thinking to yourself, self, this job is going nowhere. My career has stalled out. That's not a good Life spot is to horrible. Be in. I'm not making enough money to retire. My social security won't be there. My kids are gonna put me in a crappy nursing home. Life is basically over as we know it. Damn. Or maybe you're a little more optimistic. Maybe your job is so exhausting that you feel like, and there are a lot of workplaces that have now offered like gym memberships because when endorphins are popping, people are happier. People are more productive. They get it. Uh, This girl, she's just so overwhelmed. Can somebody please normalize getting ugly and fat after working a nine to five job? The last thing I want to do after sitting in an office all day is go and work out, is go take care of my body. I want to eat this Chick-fil-A sandwich. Is that too much to ask? (laughs) I want to lay down, get a pizza and just shove it in my mouth and watch Netflix. Okay. That's all I want to do. Man, she is us. We are her. I've felt like that a lot lately. I've been so tired lately. That I don't go home and I don't go home and shove my face full of food. I go home and sleep, and I'm just like, oh. That's your body telling you something, though. That, yeah, I think so. You know, it's it's part of it. And they say, well, you got to do something a thousand times to get in the routine or whatever. Like for me, it is so routine to when I decide I'm done with my work here. Yeah. To pound some pre workout, hit a protein shake, and just go to the gym, even if it's just some light cardio. I feel horrible if I don't go. Like I, know. I just. Oh, I feel like such a POS. But it's all about getting yourself there. I think that there is a building right across the street here where when they did have people working in office, they have that state of the art gym that's right there. They have access. They had a nap room like they really read the room with what will make their employees happy. And I just um, I don't know. Those are I would love to know if your work has features to make you a happier Employee. What does ours have? Well, I know that it was a great effort by our male owner that when all of us were pregnant, oh, there were so many knocked up chicks around here at so one point. So many that he anticipated, and he has a ton of daughters. He anticipated that we would need a place to breastfeed in private. And so he created a very nice, clean breastfeeding We had room. a milking parlor here. It was a milking room. And I, it was not lost on me. I thought that that was a beautiful sentiment. So, Um, What is that now? Is there anything in there? um, Nobody pregnant around here. Nobody has just given birth. I think people go take naps there. Do they really? It's a very comfortable chair. And then you have, uh, there's a sink in there so you could clean your, um, you know, your breastfeeding kit and stuff like that. Will you just class it up a little bit? But there are a lot of employers that know that they have to keep their employees happy if they want those long-term runs. Hey, Jamie, they're making an effort at your work, right? What's going on? My boss actually just implemented something where she turned one of our break rooms into, a, like, a small gym type thing. Okay. Um, and so she wanted us to be able to use it on our breaks or something if we want to get something in. And I, I feel this lady because... It, you know, it, it's a good initiative. However, on my break, I'm exhausted too, and I just want to sit on my phone and not talk to anybody. Have you tried? And that's your prerogative. Have you, you tried working out though? Like, do you feel like maybe like 
I know everybody gets that one spot in their day where it's like, but like if you try working yeah. out, your endorphins start popping. Maybe you'd have a little more energy to finish the day. Have you tried it? I have tried it, and it's nice, you know, because when it's there, it's like I start to feel a little guilty if I'm not using it, right? Right. Um, so I've tried it, and it's been good, but when I get home, if I use it, I'm just like, totally beat. Yeah, and, I, and I'm, I'm glad you called. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, I think the other thing is, I don't think a lot of people want to work out at work, especially around other people. Like, it's a private thing for a lot of people, right? Yeah. You go to a gym where you don't know a lot of people, or maybe you like working out at home because it's you and you feel comfortable by yourself. My cousin has a rug treadmill that her work got her. She works from home, and it's like uh, one of those magic carpets. It's a How super thin work? one. Are they are they good enough? I mean, they so they just keep moving, right? It's your own body produces the energy, right? It's not it doesn't have a motor, right? Um, I don't know. I just know that she walks and then she has a standing desk and she loves it. Like she she's like I can't even believe how many calories I burn just doing a Zoom meeting. When my wife was working from home, she bought this thing uh that her laptop would sit on and it sat on our treadmill. So she could walk at a slow pace yeah. while she was doing it. And then she was like, she's like, oh, my gosh, I got in 40,000 steps today while I was working. I was like, oh, my God, that's crazy. I don't crazy. think that's terrible. No, no, no. It was, good. it was good for her, too. So is your work making a considerable effort to make your life a little bit better? Have they given you a gym? Have they given you, uh, you know, what are the amenities that all of a sudden you're like, yeah, I really like this workplace? Yesterday, remember when I brought up some of those dating sites? Yes. Like Luxy, L-U-X-Y, is one of the dating apps where if you are one, the top 1% of income earners on the planet, you can get on there. Maybe it was a couple of days ago, actually. Uh, regardless, over the last 24 hours, people have been sending me links to other apps and websites that they wanted us to uh, understand and be aware of. Yeah. These are websites. There's one that's called Pampered. Okay. Uh, that one I need to be on. Mm, okay. It's for people who uh, consider themselves the premier adult baby. They, oh, then never mind. Di- they're diaper lovers. Gross. So, yeah, let's get you on that one. Normally, I don't want to judge somebody. You go to work, you lead a normal life, and then you go home, and if it makes you feel better, that's great. But it's the ones that put it on, like, TLC, that one big guy that wanted to feel like a baby. There's definitely some mental issues there, right? Yeah. Like, you maybe did not have the, the childhood that you should have. Had. Reverting back to baby feels different for me. Yeah. Uh, how about this one, Kat? You would be great on this one. EquestrianSingles.com. If you're a horse lover, you want to meet online and you want to meet other folks that love the equine, you can go to EquestrianLovers.com. No. There's one that's called MouseMingle.com. That brings together all the Disney, Star Wars, Pixar, and Marvel fans because it's a small world after all. Okay. That would be for be- Tara. That'd be for... Uh- She's like a Disney lover. Yeah. Beautifulpeople.com is free, but you must be voted in or out by existing members based on your looks. If you're Oh my a- God, that's like the Mean Girls Burn book. They're like, out, you're ugly, you're cute. If you're fugly, <laughs> you can't get on this website. Oh my God, me. That, that one's beautifulpeople.com. If you woke up this morning feeling great and you think you're really good looking, this is the Mendoza line. Yeah. Beautifulpeople.com. Also, I haven't verified that this one's real, so you might be able to look it up, but somebody sent me a link, and I'm always afraid to click on these, but these are for people with one eye that wear a patch. Oh, okay. 
Uh, I don't want to give you the website because I don't want to lead you to uh, anything that might be uh, spam or... Uh, well, no, I don't care if you go to fetish sites. I just don't want to give you a link that's something that's like a, a, a Trojan and uh, it's going to all of a sudden mess up your computer. But the last one I did want to mention, and I want to thank Brian for sending this to me because he's been listening to the show for a long, long time. He thought I would be great on the clown dating website. Oh, God. Uh, behind all the makeup and the red nose is a lonely heart, <laughs> it says. Being on the road all the time can make it hard to meet someone. Hooking up with a clown that's never been easier. Okay. It's a real website. You can date I'm other I'm pretty clowns. sure hooking up with a clown is pretty easy. How many- I'm sure I don't have to go on an app. I'll just find a circus, wait out the back door. I probably don't even have to say anything. The Playhouse Podcast is made possible thanks to Bradshaw and Brian Law Offices. Catch the live show weekdays from 530 to 9 on 1047 KCLD. Now, share this with a friend.